Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome to week 22 of the Foot Weekly Podcast. This is a content pod as we sync up to uh, EA's content schedule. We have the first week of future stars to chat about. And yeah, I'm back. Nep's gone, so I could safely come back onto the podcast. Um, and we have with us on this week's episode, a selection of guests who've been scouring current content despite illness, actually, in your case, James. How are you doing? I am doing much better than I was a matter of days ago. I had a 103 degree fever for multiple days, which is Probably should have probably should have gone to see someone, but didn't because I am a stubborn man. So I'm happy to be feeling <laughs> much better. Had my first cup of coffee in a week, Ben, and excited to do the pod. Nice. Yeah. For those European listeners, that's 40 degrees Celsius. So yeah, very high indeed. And we have with us someone who covered very effectively for myself, um, but mum is now back. Uh, it is Josh. Hello. You're too kind, but don't let the people know what I call you in secret, okay? So, um, yeah, no, um, I'm, uh, I'm, a, I'm a little bit worse for wear today, but not because of illness, more just that I was up till five watching Taylor Swift win the Super Bowl, so. Yeah, I was going to say, who won? Was it Taylor Swift or Ice Spice? Like, I, I, I didn't really follow. There was some, some, yeah, something like that, I don't know. Yeah, it was, it was Taylor Swift versus Ice Spice versus Lana Del Rey, apparently, and, uh, you know, somewhat, someone won. There was a, there was a tuddy in there somewhere and CeeLo Green as well appeared or... yeah yeah Usher at <laughs> yeah, half time yeah, yeah. who did more dancing than singing you know oh nice yeah that sounds sounds like a great event wait so did uh Taylor Swift's boyfriend win yes Tra- yeah. Travis Kelsey's team the Chiefs won they uh they came back from 10 nil down at one point you know got a last second field goal to take it to overtime and then scored the touchdown in overtime. It was uh, it was actually a brilliant, brilliant game. Sounds good. And then she took a plane down to celebrate on the pitch or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we're big enough to incite the wrath of the Swifties and survive, by the way. Yeah, so that's true. Just, actually, you know. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but maybe we're small enough to, to not be noticed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should move on to uh, somebody who hasn't been on for a little while, so it's good to have him back. Always appreciate his insights. It's Nate, the foot accountant. Hello, Nate. Welcome back. Howdy, Ben. It is great to be back on the pod. Yeah, good to have you. And uh, what a week it's been. Uh, we're going to start with Pound for Pound Powerhouse because, I mean, there's a good few Pound for Pounds around for sure. And uh, let's get things started then with your suggestion, Nate, as you're the least frequent on the pod. Who would you put forward as Pound for Pound? Whew, these Future Stars cards with double play style pluses are, I think, a little refreshing. But the one that I have used the most is not the cheapest, I guess, but I think he plays above his price. 
and that is Boniface from Leverkusen. Mm. I think the Tiki Taka Plus is something that I've come to enjoy as one of my Evo cards has that as a playstyle plus. And Boniface, I think, as a striker with the playstyle plus Tiki Taka and then the power shot, he is... His shooting, I don't, I've never seen a ball travel faster to the back of the net, whether it's a power shot or a regular shot. Like, it is unbelievable. And he doesn't have any heading playstyles or aerial, but he's got 99 strength jumping and heading. So anything back post with a whipped pass from Davies or, or Basha is getting slam dunked into the net. And 88 dribbling as well. I thought he was fairly maneuverable. He has technical playstyle, so... The R1 dribbling is a little bit better than normal and incisive pass. I don't know. It's just a card that I think most people look past, but for me, he was so fun to use and incredible in so many ways. So that's who I'm going to vote for. Uh, nice. I like that one. And what about yourself, Josh? Who would you be going for this week? Well, as we all know, I love evolutions. And, <laughs> you know, this, this has brought, I'm sure we'll get onto it, some interesting uses of evolutions for the Academy. I think it's better than what we've had in previous years with a few pitfalls here and there but from that first batch of attackers the absolute standout for me was Noah Okafor from uh, Milan obviously they all went to 90 rated but his stats are just like lights out he's got 98 pace so you don't need the play style to boost his pace at all which allows you to do a lot more with his other stats so I have him on a maestro which gives him 94 shot power with 88 finishing, 87 positioning, 90 vision, 89 passing, 95 reactions, 95 dribbling, 95 agility, 99 jumping, 96 strength with the power header and acrobatic playstyle. And as somewhat of a crosser, and especially having seen at the pro event the kind of L1 lofted cross into like a big player at the back post. He has just been so much fun to use for a free card. Like, obviously, you need to pay upwards of 20 games to get him. But I, I just, I, I love the fact that we have these options for free that you can evolve up. And in terms of the, like, playstyle pluses that it gives, there are some players where power header and acrobatic doesn't really do much for them. But for a player like Okafor, who's got the five-star skills and four-star weak foot, but has that six-foot-one height, 96 strength, 99 jump in, it just makes him a complete package up front. He's so fast. Like, honestly, the closest player I can compare him to that I've used is R9. Like, he is that mm. kind of player on the pitch, and I, I, I enjoyed him a lot. Yeah. He just looks like he would be a pretty valuable card right if he was released into packs oh yeah 100%. which you know isn't always the case when you have strong evolutions like sometimes you think ah it looks a good player but i doubt they'd have the value on the market but i think you know with his all-round game and five-star skills i think he would be pretty valuable we'll move on to yourself japes any particular picks for you for pound for pound yeah, I feel like it would be blasphemy at this point if I didn't pick Castello Lukiba mm. from RB Leipzig. They gave him a double playstyle plus, which is fantastic uh, because both of those I find like intercept plus is like kind of underrated. I think mm. what I've decided that like ultimately that means in my mind is those players just kind of end up having great positioning is the way I think mm -hmm. about it. And so Lukiba ends up in great spots all the time. But 
Pinged Plus, I think, is more popular now with Kimmich. He also has long ball, which means his passing range and ability to break lines is like second to none, maybe out of the back, uh, paired with his 94 short passing and 90 long passing. And then, of course, he's got jockey block um, as well. And having used his an 80-rated version of him as an evolution for a very, very long time, and letting and he that card's still being able to keep up. This one is much better. You get maxed out, controlled length, the 99 sprint speed. He gets up to 90 reactions, 80 agility, 92 composure, wonderful defending stats. Like he's just, you know, French links, Bundesliga, only 170k, maybe left-footed, great option at the back. Yeah, I think that's a very good show. I'm gonna go for the Future Stars Academy Defenders Evolution Svava. I want to say. Uh, oh. Danish left back for Real Madrid. Now, she's not going to be very useful for me because I have too many left backs and I feel like that's probably the case for quite a few people. So this is only if you're in the need for one. But there's something quite satisfying about players with 91 acceleration and 91 sprint speed because of course with a the shadow they get 99, 99 without any wastage, uh, which I like. But she also has really high, with a shadow, uh, defensive awareness, reactions and composure which are all above 90 which is really nice her other defensive stats are also all above 90 um she's very strong she's got 87 strength but she also has technical rapid and of course the block plus and the relentless plus as well i think that evolution uh, the defender one is probably best suited to fullbacks i want to say or maybe sure players you can play in midfield because realistically you know how useful is a defender with relentless unless you're playing i don't know constant pressure all match which which actually with the number of relentless plus players in the game would be quite an interesting experiment i don't know if anyone's given that a go out there let us know if you have but yeah the fact that she has that relentless plus is really nice at fullback uh she also has aerial which i think is something that can be helpful for her because she's 5'8", so she might win some headers. And she has five-star skills and four-star weak foot. So, yeah, a really solid left-back. And if you're one of the rare people out there who needs a left-back, then I think she'd be a great choice. And, you know, the league is pretty linkable at this point, so shouldn't be too bad. We should actually, though, get date to pick last week's winner. I'll run through your options. Road to the final, SBC Martinez. Road to the final, SBC Kimmich. Inform Soloth, Evo, Hero, Francescoli. So which of those four are you going to pick as pound for pound this week? I'm going to have to go with Kimmich. Even though Bayern have not looked too good, and we were talking about that off air just before the pot started, mm. all they have to do is draw in this first game, technically. Then they have some time to get it figured out. He still gets the upgrade, and then they can go on the run that everybody would expect Bayern to go on and then get further upgrades down the line. So... I'm going to vote for Kimmich. And he's a great card regardless. So Yeah. As I was uh, listening to those nominations, I also thought, yeah, probably going to be Kimmich, isn't it? Although I think all of them are very good options. Uh, let us move on to uh, talking about content overall and start, I guess, with some SBCs, which we haven't mentioned. I don't know whether Pedro Neto is really worth much discussion. Um, he looks good, but there's been a lot of good evolution versions. But Shevchenko and Claudia Pina uh, did interest me. Uh, have any of you used either of those two? I did use uh, Claudia Pina. Um, I just thought that for her stats, you know, and her you know, four-star, five-star, the fact she's got the two playstyle pluses, incisive pass and finesse shot, mm. Uh, you know, especially with Traveller being nerfed, uh, in you know, I've like I've seen mixed reviews on the on the PS4 patch or on the old gen patch. Um, but 
with finesse shot plus she she's still going to have that outside of the box scoring potential and i was like quite impressed with a card that i wasn't expecting too much from you know and she's only 170k which for sbc pricing isn't that bad and you know with the ease of getting fodder it's it's kind of one of those that you can just complete with your extras really and yeah, she she was really good. The one thing I, I struggled with was she gassed out quite early. I used her for, I think, five games of qualifiers and she, she didn't last past about 65, 70 minutes before I was bringing in somebody to replace her. But like really silky on the ball, like really nice to dribble with, good at kind of turning in that middle of the park and moving the ball on. First time passing was brilliant and like... I've started doing a bit of like drilled first time passing with her because she has tiki taka and ping pass. So I wanted to see what that was like. And it was very, very effective. She's an interesting player in that she comes base as a cam, has center mid as a position and left wing. Now, I don't think you're really going to be playing her left wing or center mid because her defensive stats are terrible and physicality is not great. But at cam, like she was a nifty little player in there, mm. you know, won't be a permanent fixture in the team. But if if I'm ever building a women's La Liga team, a Liga F, Liga feminine team, mm. then uh, yeah, she'll definitely she'll definitely make it in there. I feel like you think you know the Barcelona women's team, and then suddenly another player appears. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's just so many of them, and like they're often getting special items for obvious reasons. Let's move on to uh, the Shevchenko. I feel like it's less likely someone's completed him, but has anyone played against him uh, or just had a look at his stats? Because he does look pretty good, actually. I don't know. Like the, There are some areas that are not so good, but the playstyle pluses look good. I have not used him personally, but I have seen him being used. Um, I've not played against him either. I, I, he felt like a an SBC that wasn't received very well, but I think kind of unfairly, actually, his stats are pretty solid. Mm. Um, I think he's just running into that problem of everybody having completely stacked teams. So unless he's your favorite player, he's not going to make it. But um, I did watch Nep use him for a few games and he looked like he was fun, could definitely do a job up front. But I don't know if he's necessarily on a par with the attack that many people would have, especially even if you were to take those like future stars attackers like Okafor or Brobby or even like the Millard from Manchester United. He was good, but I don't know if he was that much better. So, you know, if you do have the fodder and have somewhere else to put it, like a icon player pick, that's probably got a higher chance of giving you a player that you're going to use long term. Yeah, it's a good point. I think he lacks in the agility and strength departments, which is always a bit of a concern for me, even though he is pretty rapid and has rapid. But he also has that power shot plus first touch plus combo, which is quite nice, I think. Um, and finesse regular. Finesse regular is actually really underrated. I think it's still pretty effective. So uh, yeah, I, I think he's good, but yeah, not a huge amount to get too excited about, I guess. Um, and actually, there is a question which somewhat relates to what you're just saying there about upgrading your team. Because uh, Jay Dickinson says, do you think that the high-level SBC players have killed most of the promo cards? An example would be uh, for future stars. Gula looks great, but if you've done Bruno, Zico, Zidane, he wouldn't make your team unless you have an interest in him or Madrid. And I guess, interestingly, this is one of the things that future stars, I think, has often done successfully is get people to change their teams even without upgrades because they're interested in trying out future stars, right? So it's mm -hmm. kind of a clever thing to have after team of the year in some ways. But I do think there is a lot of power in people's teams at the moment. And I sort of wonder 
whether you know that's causing people to maybe think, oh, like there aren't many upgrades for me at the moment, so I'm gonna you know take a break or, or whatever, maybe come back for foot birthday or something like that. At this point, I don't know how Nate you're feeling about the the power of people's teams. I think I would agree with that for the most part. What Future Stars is like, kind of like you mentioned as well, is also doing a good job of is like what's the percentage of the team with double play style pluses? Like it's definitely more than the percentage of the team that had them for road to the final. Like I don't know, maybe. Mm. A little over half, almost two thirds, have double playstyle plus. Which, and yeah, if you combine that with the fact that these players, most of them, haven't had any special cards this year, apart from maybe an inform or one other special item, they are new, different cards to try out. Which is kind of what Future Stars always is. So, I, I do know that for some people, they're like, oh nah, this is still super mid because, yeah, I got Zico, I've got Bruno, I've got Sawa in my team, and I'm not going to start. Harvey Elliott over one of them. But I mean, with the cards being as cheap as they are compared to previous promos, the double playstyle pluses, I think it's a great just to switch it up and try something out. It's a great, uh, I think they're going about it in a great way. Yeah, I think that's a fair point. And actually, before I forget, I meant to say Jay Dickinson also nominated Lukiba as pound for pound. So we're combining Jake's nomination with uh, a listener's suggestion there. Jake, how are you feeling about the? future stars team do you think you'd be using these players just because they're kind of novel even if they don't improve your team or, or in fact do they actually just improve your team i mean i don't think any of them really improve my team mm. previously i would say maybe like lukiba but i sort of did that glitched evo ito card mm. and i you know having a double play style plus of i think he's got fox and or trash panda and uh jockey plus like those are pretty good ones yep so i think he's going to be a uh, tough to get out of the team like generally, I would say I think Future Stars is really fun. We've just had so many good, like what's weird this year is we've had so many good like icon gambles as well as like big SBCs that now my team is like I have enough good like gamble icons to kind of like fill out the side or other big ones that I, it's going to take a lot for me to want to put another player in. Like I was excited about that Brian card because I've tried evoing him previously, mm. but the Playstyle pluses just kind of make it like, why? Like, I don't, I don't know. I'm mm. not going to like, like, part of the joy of this game is getting the right combo of playstyle pluses on players. Like, I think that's why, at least I've like looked at some of the Evos fondly previously. And I don't know. I think, I think I'm just like struggling a little bit with these promos because I don't feel like a lot of these cards are maybe still icon. Like, even if you give them icon level stats, oftentimes they don't have that jam, right? Hmm. And I think I was, yeah, I'm, I don't know. I, I feel I'm like waiting for something to happen. But even then they introduced new icons that have, you know what I mean? Like, like when I look at this promo, I'm like, yeah, I want Maldini. I want Ronaldinho. <laughs> you know, it, it's yeah, not like yeah. I, I'm like looking for, you know, Boniface is like a great card. Like it's a great card. Hmm. Am I going to go out and replace Drogba? Like, I don't know. It's actually quite noticeable, despite the importance, I guess, of play styles, how much a player having at least one five star is making to their price, I think, or to people's perception of the player. Like I noticed that the really valuable players in future stars are the players that have a five star, especially, you know, five star and a really popular players like, you know, Doku and Garnacho, particularly are very expensive. Um, and I was wondering actually just before we get Josh's thoughts, Nate, if you had any views on, you know, what is driving prices? Because actually some of these players are still quite expensive, right? So there must, I guess, be hype just around the players, people wanting to try them regardless of them being improvements or not. 
since they're higher rated and maybe a little more hyped, uh, I guess it's not even the rating. Like they're, they're just more rare. Some cards are definitely more rare, but then other ones are like super not rare. Like as anybody here not packed Le Moel or Gurma, like yeah, really. they're everywhere, you know? <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, I think that the lower prices in these cards and the higher pack weight on the middle core of them has made a lot of those other prices across the rest of the market come down, which we can talk about more of that. But I still think if you're EA, you got to have some cards in the promo team that seem like the chase. Mm. So you got to have somebody who's up there and kind of expensive that you can't pack as easy so that you're trying to chase those cards type of thing. So, I, you know, there's I, like, like all things, like I, I feel like we're maybe at the top end of the food chain here in terms of like what mm. we're looking for, like hyper, hyper committed players. And so as we're, you know, I'm looking at my squad, I'm like, I don't, I don't know who gets in, but I think for a lot of people, like, especially the evolution is like a really easy way to get a 90 rated card into your, into your club, mm. which is cool. Like a couple 90 rated cards <laughs> at this point. <laughs> Too valuable for the plants for sure, <laughs> at least. What is it four now? Oh, actually four. Yeah. But yeah. Like you, some game time, but if you're, you know, trying to fill out gaps still, because maybe you've been in and out of the game, like that's uh, cool. Cause we've never seen that before. And you know, jo I know Josh loves Evo. So maybe he's more, maybe you could tell us more about future stars. Yeah. I, like, I think it's more just a general problem with the game at the moment. I, I tweeted out last night, essentially like an SBC team plus Van Dyke. And you know, that's Loris in net, Cafu at right back, Maldini, Basher, Hullet, Bruno Fernandes, Sauer, Best, Eusebio, and Bappe. They're all SBC players. And if you're a committed player with the amount of fodder we've been given this year, you've probably completed at least nine of those, like maybe eight. And so then the only thing that's going to get in your team, because there's no encouragement or reward or game mode for using different players, then you need a player that's going to push one of those 11 out in order to replace them. So some people maybe did that team of the year check in or got that team of the year checking goal. He would have pushed Loris out. But when you look at a team like Future Stars, how many of those players beat that 11? And then actually, if you look at the prices, the expensive cards are the ones that might get into that 11. And everything else is essentially like not necessarily worthless, but doesn't hold a lot of value and is, is only valuable because of, you know, a rarity in terms of packing them tradable. So I think we're in a, a kind of broken situation at the moment because of the quality of SBC players we've had, not just the party bag SBCs, the kind of icon picks where you can get a player that improves that squad, but specifically being able to build SBCs in order to get this team, which is really good, you know, if you're a committed player, you might have packed team of the year. You might have, packed, you know, got a really good icon out of one of those party bags. And it, that team is now so good in order to change somebody or put somebody into that team. You either need to sacrifice quality, which people don't want to do because the game's so built around winning, or you need to pack, get incredibly lucky or have an incredible amount of coins. And that that's, a bad situation for pretty much every promo. Like I think future stars is good. And I, I like what they've done with a lot of the players. I like the future stars Academy part of it and the Evo side of it with a few caveats, but 
how many of those players get into a committed players 11 I don't, I don't think it's many yeah I think it's a good point and we'll talk about that more just after this break with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello. Welcome back after the break. Uh, Japes, bit of luck in the break? Yeah, you don't hate packing a... Cheeky Steven Gerrard. I can't say it. That's real bad. <laughs> That's real Didn't bad. Didn't know Gerrard was Cockney, but uh, we'll, uh, we'll take it. It was an English accent, so. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I, like, you know, I did as you do. I headed on over to foot.gg and pulled up his stats, and I was like, yeah, this man's not getting into the squad. That's unfortunate. I think he will get into a fair few people's squads, especially if they haven't done maybe Bruno, potentially, but... Uh, other than, I, I yeah. think he's playing in that Bruno or at least for me in this like 4-5-1 that I've been playing he'd be in that Joshua Kimmich role and like I don't know I really like the long ball plus maybe maybe I would mm-hmm. like incisive better I don't know maybe I'll give him a run let's get crazy yeah he is high high and 4-4 four, four, that's quite nice anyway let's move into the future stars evolutions the way that this has worked for the actual future stars players, not the sort of generic evolutions uh, that are labeled with future stars, is that they've released these uh, packs which contain players which are eligible for the evolutions. They already have an upgrade and then they get upgraded further and you can evolve two per time. And I, I guess it's, it's had mixed reviews because it's a bit restrictive, but at the same time, the quality of player that you can produce is, is quite high. And I think is probably, even though the power curve is higher, better than the academy system that was in the game last cycle. And it's still quite a lot of games, but actually probably not as many games as it was last cycle, perhaps. So yeah, I think it's overall been well-received and it's a shame about the restriction, but maybe next year they'll be able to have a sort of age restriction of 22 within the requirements and then maybe they will broaden it out a bit. Uh, yeah, Josh, um, you love evolutions. Did you love these? I do. I, I do think the framing is interesting of especially how the the first Evo was met, the, the Academy attackers. And I think it was met with that frustration of it not being 
open because the two previous Evos were the Mystery of the Goo, which was a wild name uh, for the (laughs) Road to the Knockout cards. And then I think there was an Icon upgrade. And prior to that, we hadn't had anything, I think for almost like a week and a half, maybe even two weeks. And so for people that really are invested in evolutions, they hadn't been able to evolve any of their squad or the team that they've chosen there'd been no options for a long period of time. So then when the first one came out and it was, you know, even more restrictive in that here's a pack of players you're allowed, I, I think that was why it was met the same way. That has probably been tempered a little bit by the fact that we've got an, e- an Evo now for Future Stars that isn't the, the attacking midfielder. But on specifically the Academy, it's mm. so much better than previous Academies, in my opinion. Like, the fact that it's one card and it, it actually gets better has been so much better than the way it's been in the past. Mm-hmm. Although you don't have those cards for fodder. So, you know, there's a bit of give and take there. I think if we just go with the attackers one first, it's a nice selection of players. There's a lot of kind of different options that Dina Abimbe could be, you know, a, a, a midfielder if you really want to use him. I think through the attackers one, he's still got 70 defending or something, which is good enough for a midfield area. And, The other side to it is, even if it is a restrictive selection of players, once they're evolved, they just automatically get three chemistry. So, you know, you don't even have to worry about getting them on chem. Mm. I think the biggest frustration is the fact that you're allowed to do two, but that the two boosts aren't separated. They're the same boost. I think that's maybe the slight frustration for me. You know, if you've got a diminutive winger like Athena, who's, I think, 5-5, power header probably isn't high on the list of playstyle pluses I would choose for her. And so if it was split between, say, strikers and therefore be power header and acrobatic and wingers and maybe have, you know, whipped cross and rapid, which might be too overpowered, but you could choose a selection of two that would be better for a diminutive winger, I think that would have maybe even improved it a little bit more. It would have then given some a pressure to who you choose to go into each one. You know, the fact that the defenders are only 88 rated and not 90 rated, it seems weird that they wouldn't just all be the same rating and, you know, if we're, we're doing the academy thing. But I think that the defender one was, I think, just as good as the attacker one, even though they are slightly lower rated. But I think the selection of players that come out of it that are genuinely good is smaller. That Hirtrauda as I've been told he's called, from uh, uh, Feyenoord, looks very, very good. Obviously, he starts as a right back, can play in DM, and actually has decent kind of passing and dribbling stats, but is centre-back's where you're probably going to play him. 87 pace, 88 defending, 87 physical. It's pretty, pretty good for a free card. I quite like the look of Bayer from Burnley. Burnley getting two uh, Future Stars cards is, uh, like, blowing my mind. You know, Sean Dyche <laughs> is having an aneurysm somewhere. Like, it is really bizarre. <laughs> But that Sergio Gomez, I think, is the, is the standout one from the defenders for me. 90 passing and 91 dribbling with 87 pace in the midfield. I, I think he's probably better suited as a DM. You could play him at left back, but his defending and physical isn't quite as good. With that relentless as well, it just makes him into a really, really nice card if you're a City fan. So mm. I think they're good. I don't know if they're going to get into that committed players team that we talked about, but you know, if, if you're just kind of dipping in and out of the game, I think they're a really nice selection. They're definitely better than in previous years. And just a kind of bit of a tip, if people are, look at the 20 games or so that you need to play to get them, 
if you don't want to use them, especially when they're that 82 or 84 rated version, just sub them in and you'll you'll be able to get those games start racking up on them. Um, so don't don't stress too much about needing to play full matches. You can just play your normal way of playing the game and just have them on the bench or have them starting and then sub them out and you'll be able to get a bunch of that done really quickly. And am I right in thinking you can still get clean sheet credit? Because I think the second step in the defenders one requires clean sheet right yeah they need to be in the game i think it's for five in-game minutes so you can't like sub them out immediately but um yeah Mm. if you sub a player out and you've got a clean sheet they still maintain the clean sheet even if you lose it at the end of the game that is the way it has worked they may have changed it in the most recent patch but that was the way it worked before it nice and uh it's worth noting that you can actually put the defenders into the attacker one i think it's a bit of an oversight on ea's part but interestingly for defenders center backs particularly Maybe <laughs> there's an argument that the playstyle pluses are better in the attacker one because it's acrobatic and power header. So, you know, acrobatic clearances and uh, power header for, you know, corners and stuff. So, I don't know. I don't think there are too many good options there, but uh, it's worth noting that. And I guess that'll also uh, be something that applies to midfielders as well because it's the fact there's no restrictions on the attacker one. So, when the midfielders come, you should be able to put them into there. But in terms of actually, Nate, the market impact has there potentially been some knock-on effect? Because I guess these are, are pretty popular, you know, big free. Yeah, there's there's been a really big impact on the market. And I think, you know, we kind of look at it from two different ways. Like the, like you said, the competitive, the, the very high-level players team, and then like more of the casual. But I think that these Evos are good enough that regardless, for most people, they're still worth doing. Mm. And so a lot of people are doing them. And I mean... Yeah, you can tell that people are excited for these cards. And, you know, I think it's a combination of like the hype of the Claudia Pena SBC and the cards in packs being cheaper and more packable since Friday. Specifically on Friday when the Attackers Evo came out, the attacker prices across the game, especially in that middle to low tier, like they went down loads. Like I remember seeing Kareem Adiemi's like Winter Wild cards going down a ton. Diani, the Team of the Year Honorable Mentions card, got destroyed in price. A lot of those attackers went down because people were saying, oh my goodness, look at these free Evos or look at the Claudia Pina. I'm going to go put that in my team because it's, you know, quote unquote free, especially the Evos. Um, And that replaced a lot of tradable players in people's teams. And then even with defenders coming out uh, over the weekend, there was a ton of defender prices that dropped, especially uh, even some center defensive mids too, but specifically like right backs and center backs that people are replacing in their team with the new Evo cards. So that was kind of crazy to see, but it kind of goes along with how the rest of Futures are and the cards impacts are impacting the market because they're just, they're cheaper. And the two playstyle pluses, you know, that's, those are new and fresh cards that a lot of people want to try because they're good enough. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, they've been really popular. Uh, something that may not be quite so popular, but I think people have probably seen images around of this, is those glitched evolutions, the ones where uh, people are holding off claiming until they expire so that they can put them into other evolutions. Uh, yeah, introduced that uh, requirement which says no in-progress evolutions, which obviously means people can't really do this as effectively. Um, but old man Samson here asks the players, as in users, that have Evo chained uh, 99 Diego Mendes and 98 Adopo uh, should be finishing their Evos this weekend. How big of a problem is it that 0.7% of the player base now has a 98 defensive mid and a 99 rated defender? Uh, it's probably much smaller than 0.7%, but Josh, I'm guessing, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, 
not going to be happy about this. We talked before about, I think it was a version of Mino having four playstyle pluses, and they have tried their best to you know, prevent people from doing it. But I, I just feel like there are more effective ways that they could do this. And as things currently stand, you're still able to do some of these, not as crazy as these ones, I guess. But I don't know, it just still feels quite exploitable. Yeah, it's. I think. I think there's a whole host of different reasons behind the way that they've approached this it probably speaks a lot to the fact that the size of the development team that work on the current game isn't very big that the fixes have kind of been plasters they're things that the content team could do not the people who make ultimate team right precisely yeah it's 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 a, a way of adding a parameter that they could already add rather than necessarily like having to code something into the game like the auto claim on an expired evolution the you know they've started now doing a bunch of things to try and combat this as you said the not in progress evolution thing was an obvious thing to add the fact that they didn't add it to the uh, first evo that didn't have a playstyle plus was interesting um you know that it, that felt like an oversight the fact that it wasn't on the red evolutions and now is going to be so when the current champions bonus expires the next one the red evo which was one of the big ways around their fix that's not going to be available anymore for in progress evolution so you won't be able to change the card type the other thing that i've noticed we're getting massively shorter evolutions so you know the future stars attacking midfielder that we got it only has seven days for you to submit the player and then seven days to complete it i think that was the same for uh mystery of the goo and it was the same it's been it's been the same now for a few evolutions where they've massively shortened the time that you can do it which stops that chaining thing of being able to kind of wait and know what's coming so you know where to hold players and all of that kind of stuff. And the final thing that they've started doing, and we saw it a lot during the Team of the Year Evolutions, is giving all of the overall boost, so all of the kind of rating of the card boost in the first one or two levels and the final level just being a stats boost so that if you held at that final level, you actually were too high rated and so you couldn't kind of reduce the rating of your card to go into the next evolution. So there's a whole different raft of things they've tried to do to fix this. I do think, as I mentioned earlier, we had that kind of 14 days where there was no open evolution. It was all specific card types and specific cards that EA could control. I think the reason for that was to try and let a load of these evolutions expire so that there's no chaining moving forward. You know, it is, we, we've seen the peak of it with that Adopo, I think is the one that most people have seen and does look ridiculous. I don't think we'll see that much more of it now moving forward. Maybe until we get to the double playstyle pluses. So I keep seeing people saying, why haven't we got an evolution that gives a second playstyle plus to a player that's already got a playstyle plus? And part of the reason, in my opinion, is that you could then claim an evolution that gives a playstyle plus and then submit them into the next evolution because they wouldn't be in progress anymore. I know that might be a bit complicated. I might not have explained that very well, but I, I definitely think that's why the hesitation is there. And that's why the only double playstyle plus evos we've got at the moment are just giving two playstyle pluses. Mm. So it's a mess. But I, I I think it's the best that they could do without having to like actually develop a proper fix for the game, which I just don't know if they're going to do at this point. You know, the the Future Stars Academy stuff, 
is is that specific because they want to control the players or is it because there's no age filter within the you know filters for restrictions on evolutions if they could have said has to be under 23 maybe they're a bit more open with who you can put in but they can't do that so they have to be specific so you know it's it's a new system i, I keep saying this like i i get frustrated when they, there are things they can do that they don't, but there are things now that they can't fix really with it. You know, the, the team that are working on the game can't fix, I, you know, I think EA as a company could fix it. And so therefore you've got to give them a bit of a free pass in my mind um, because it's a new system. They, they're feeling things out. And if we're going to exploit glitches as a community, as a lot of people have been doing myself included, when the fix to that kills evolutions for a bit, we kind of got to take that on the chin. That's kind of on us a little bit. Yeah, it is a big shame for those with in-progress evolutions, potentially those more casual players who just can't upgrade that particular player in an evolution because they don't meet that not-in-progress requirement. Uh, I do think having the final level as just changing the rarity of the player would solve this completely, and I'm surprised they haven't done that as the temporary fix, and uh, hopefully we do get a proper fix in the not-too-distant future. Uh, for now, we're going to take a break, but we're going to be back to talk about playstyles as consumables. Hello, listeners. A quick reminder, because it is the tail end of that giveaway, which was started for Team of the Year. If you've been thinking about signing up to become a supporter, then it's a great time to do so, because there are 12,000 FC points still to be won. Just search support for weekly and there's currently a free trial you can access for seven days and after that it's just three pounds a month and you get an extra podcast every single week and there are loads of perks beyond that too so just search support foot weekly in your preferred search engine right let's jump back into this week's main feed pod Hello, welcome back after the break. A quick one to end on here, fun question from Quads. He says, how would you guys feel about the possibility of eventually having Playstyle Plus cards kind of like chemistry style cards? Uh, perhaps a hybrid between chemistry styles and the old attribute cards. It would make them even more customizable, uh, but also broken. This sounds pretty scary to me and also unlikely, but the idea is interesting. Uh, what do you think, Nate? I mean, how much would a Finesse Plus playstyle be worth if it was actually tradable like a chemistry style? Yeah, that'd be, that would probably be pretty, pretty expensive, but that just seems like a whole nother level of customizability that would be a lot of fun, but maybe a headache to do behind the scenes. Mm. I don't know, like, yeah, how would they put that on the card? Would you have to do an Evo because you had an SBC? You think about like, traits that used to be and now you think about the play styles like it, it definitely seems ingrained in the player and like that's a gameplay thing just as much as content but yeah that would be if you even just thinking about the possibility of taking my team of the year honorable mentions harry kane and replacing first touch plus with finesse plus like i, w I would pay i'd pay for that that would be that'd be insane that'd be so cool which which play style would you pay the most for oh i don't know <laughs> Uh, hmm. Rapid, quick step, finesse. Yeah. Like, let's, what do you think the community, which play style does the community value the most? I do think it's probably finesse plus still, because it kind of makes finishing easy mode. And I think people like that. For me, it would be anticipate plus. Hmm. Yeah. Part of me feels like anticipate would be like what shadow used to be. Yeah. I mean, I think quick step would be pretty good as well, right? I just would hate, man, seeing a team full of raccoons. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, if you thought seeing all shadows in defense was bad, get ready for yeah. <laughs> all raccoons. Shadow trash um, pandas. <laughs> the trash panda army. <laughs> and actually, I, I do think Quickset would be quite valuable because of being able to apply it to center backs. I really freely. like technical. Um, yeah, technical. I think, I think like yeah. to, to get onto the question itself, like I don't like the idea, but I don't think EA would like the idea either because no, 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 no. think of the value a playstyle plus card, like ca- mm. like attribute card, if you will, would have on the market. They don't want something that valuable in people's packs. Like that's way too easy to make money off those. Like it's, yeah. I just, I just think the the prices would be sky high. Remember when shadows and hunters were like twenty k and fifteen k yeah. a couple years ago? They were <laughs> yeah. like consumable cards at a hundred thousand coins or something. <laughs> it would be wild. That's the mad thing, right? Chemistry styles are stupidly underpriced for the value they offer. I've always thought, like a couple of k or just relatively frequently in packs for that kind of boost. The value of that boost in coin terms on a player is actually quite significant, right? So the idea that they would introduce something else, which is also kind of a cheap way to get a boost, uh, extremely unlikely. Um, it's notable that chemistry styles have been nerfed over the years, and I think that's for that reason, right? It's an, a cheap way to to get a boost on a player, which EA probably don't particularly like. If we're if we're if we're talking about changes to you know the system that we currently have with play styles, and maybe linking it back with evolutions as well, I think that the future of evolutions of big evolutions to compete with big SBCs that we've got would be to make an evolution SBC that costs a lot of coins but allows you to get a big boost on a good player that mm. that I think is where because if EA put a million coin evolution in and it was just a million coins or however many FIFA points FC points I should say then I think the community wouldn't receive that well. You know, maybe we'll get a slow creep over time of those prices, but they've all been around the same price. They've all been in that 50 to 200k bracket. But the boost that I think a lot of people would want from Evolutions would probably need to cost well above 500k, at which point I think it's too many liquid coins. And I think that would then start gating it towards FC points a bit too much. And so I like the idea of an SBC that I could complete that allows me to choose my own journey, as Jake put it earlier, and get, you know, when we had the red evolution cards, you, you like claim a consumable almost that adds that evolution into your my you know, into your available evolution section. I, I quite like that as a concept. Yeah, I think that's a nice idea because that might achieve I know you're talking last week about the idea of player picks being an option as high tier SBCs to increase squad variety and mm. that is also potentially a way to increase squad variety using evolutions to kind of boost the very top end but yeah I don't know whether it would still fall on the same players that people ended up wanting to evolve but uh, it'd be interesting anyway uh, on that I think we are ready to wrap up any warnings Nate about the market I guess we've got what team 2 coming um, just before we do wrap up yeah hopefully team 2 brings some more of those players that we maybe didn't see in team 1 I know Matisse Tell uh, is probably especially for Japes one of the most looked for future stars I'm sure so many of you guys have you know options that you want to see too but I think a team 2 would probably be about the same as a team 1 in terms of packability a couple of really expensive ones and then a lot 
of kind of mid or mid to lower level ones that are cheaper. Yeah. Um, mm. But I think the market's already seen a big impact with what has happened. So it could get impacted some more, like with a midfielder academy Evo. But I don't think it would be anything super mad. So yeah, just more cool cards to try. Let's just hope that I, I feel like Matias Tell is obviously going to be like the headline card, which means he's going to be like three million coins. Which means he probably is boosted more than others. But mm. yeah. But also three million coins. Like, True. Yeah. And when's uh, Future Stars Ronaldinho going under a million coins, Nate? That's what I want to know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. Just try to get him in draft. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> right. Uh, that does wrap us up. So thank you very much to yourself, Nate. Where can people catch your trading and market insights? Yeah, we're making YouTube videos and streaming foot accountants. Search anywhere and you can probably find me there. Nice. And then to Josh, great to have you on again. And people can catch you on x slash twitter right yes yeah uh, at josh xls underscore nice and then two japes thank you very much as always for coming on and we'll head off and do the gameplay podcast cheers ben thank you japes and that wraps us up so a huge thank you to all you listeners out there for tuning in you can catch the podcast on apple Podcasts, spotify uh, wherever you get your podcast from and subscribe there you can also subscribe on youtube if you're listening over there then drop a like a comment definitely helps out and of course if you would like an extra podcast episode every single week initially on a seven day trial basis then check out the patreon just search support weekly in your search engine and the patreon will pop up and you can support there it's a great time to do so with that thirty-six thousand fc point giveaway uh, some of that is still left a huge thank you to all those currently supporting including those icon patrons dave b hugh j darren w alistair m don p rob p jeff b damon h tom b adam g neil p alex m jake s Dan W, Roger D, Lee A, Andrew C, Nishant, Waterman, Dylan H, Adam R, Rob L, Brendan W, Michael K, David G, Jimmy K, John D, Michael B, Aditya S, and Joshua K. Plus a special thanks to Luke M, Dave B, Hugh J, Tom M, Darren W, and Pato Foot for advice and production assistance. Before I leave you, just one more thing to add though. Ultimate Team is a bit like life really, it has its many ups and downs. If you're having a few more downs than ups in real life in these more difficult times, then please don't feel that you're alone or need to struggle on without taking action. If you go to thecalmzone.net, there's loads of resources, advice, support, or even just a friendly chat for anyone who needs it. If it sounds like it could help you, then head over to thecalmzone.net. And for now, have a good one and I'll catch you on the next podcast. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.